Welcome to the Social DJ Podcast, where we talk about ways that DJs and event professionals can succeed on social media. Every Wednesday, we'll help you guys get more traction in your business, help you showcase your work for potential clients looking to hire you, and bring the social back into social media. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about social media. Now, without further ado, let's get started with the episode. What's going on, guys? It's Justin the DJ, and today we're going to be talking about five tips to improve your Instagram profile. Now, before we get into that, I want to chat with you guys a little bit about this past weekend. I worked three days this weekend, um, but two of those days were for one single event. Um, We drove over to Mineral Wells, which is about a two-hour drive from Dallas, a West Texas town, so it was definitely a long trip for us. Um, It was for this 40th birthday party, and they probably had about 60 to 70 guests there total, most of them in that 40 age range too, so keep that in mind. Um, On that first day, we showed up around 4 p.m., and got things set up for the event. They were having this uh, fiesta party, and they had some Latin food there. They had a bunch of colorful streamers and tablecloths and all that kind of stuff. Um, And they even had a mariachi band, too, for a couple hours, which was really cool. And then after the mariachi band played, we jumped on and we DJed for about three hours or so. We played, like, 80s music, 90s music, some 2000s, pop and hip-hop, really kind of all over the place. And because of that mariachi band being there earlier in the night, I kind of shied away from playing a ton of Latin music uh, during that set just because we just listened to a ton of mariachi music for the first couple hours. So I kind of leaned off on the Latin music in the beginning, um, but played a little bit more kind of in the tail end of that DJ set. You know, we ended the night probably at midnight that night, um, and then we drove to the hotel and went to bed. And then that next morning, that's when things got crazy. So we woke up and we got to the event and started DJing at 10 a.m. sharp. And we did not stop until midnight. 14 hours total. And when I say I was tired that day, I don't even know how to even start with explaining how I felt. 14 hours of DJing is brutal. (laughs) It was brutal. But we pushed through it. That first part of the day, we DJed right off of the pool, and we DJed there for about five hours, and honestly, this party was like an adult summer camp. They had a dunk tank, they had obstacle courses, they had water slides, they had beer pong and flip cup, they had a tennis court, a trampoline, like they had everything at this party. I was honestly so jealous that I had to work it, (laughs) but... So we DJed there for about five hours, and then at like four o'clock, we moved the gear over to this barn. Now, a lot of venues that I work at in Texas are in barn-like buildings, but this was an actual barn. Like, they had horses and stables, and along with that, smelled like horse shit the entire time. (laughs) But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I was holding my breath as much as I could, but that's where we had the event. So we played country music for the first two hours of that, and then we really just partied for the rest of the night. We were really all over the place when it came to the music, but near the end, I played so much Latin music that it's not even funny. Like I probably played the last full hour of just Latin music, and they were giving me song requests 
Bad Bunny style all night long, putting phones on their foreheads or shoving phones in my face, showing me songs that they wanted to hear. And, you know, I appreciated it at first. Be like, oh, you want to hear this? Okay, cool, no problem. Just taking song requests like normal. But at some point, when is it going to stop? I felt like I was getting a phone in my face every minute or so. And, you know, it can be kind of nerve-wracking to deal with that. But you just got to kind of take it Give them what they want, you know. You're only going to be DJing there for a little bit longer anyways. And, you know, we pushed through, and it was a great party. It was a lot of fun. Definitely a great night. And, you know, it gave me a lot of experience with playing Latin music and giving me some song ideas that I put in my own Latin crates. You know, lots of songs that I never heard of that I did or didn't have in my library. I got it, and now they're in my Latin crates. And a lot of those songs I kind of tied over to my next wedding, which was on Sunday at the Breaking Clutch Warehouse. Um, you know, Breaking Clutch Warehouse is a great spot here in downtown Dallas. Um, one thing that I really love about this venue is this big like elephant mural that they have on the front of the building that they, that they had painted on. And it's such a cool spot. You know, my girlfriend's an Instagram blogger, so sometimes we'll go out around town and take photos in front of, like, cool paintings or sculptures or or whatever cool locations we can find. And honestly, this is one of those spots where, like, if you want a really cool photo, like, this is one of those spots you got to go to. So if you're ever in downtown Dallas, check out the Breaking Clutch Warehouse. They have a really cool elephant mural for you guys to check out. Now, before I continue with Sunday's wedding, I have a little bit of backstory to give you guys. So I met with the couple a couple weeks before their wedding, and you know I was going through the details, all that kind of stuff, and we got to their last name. And I said, okay, you guys are going to be introduced as Mr. and Mrs. Marquez, right? And they said, no, it's Marquez with a rolling R. And I said, oh, well, I don't know how to roll my R's. And they said, oh, okay, no worries, that's fine, you don't have to. But little did they know that between the time of our planning meeting and wedding day, I've been practicing rolling my R's so that I can introduce them as Mr. and Mrs. Marquez. And the look on their face when they came into the room and I pronounced their name correctly, even though they said I didn't have to, was priceless. They were so shocked when they heard that. All it takes is just a little bit of effort to personalize somebody's wedding for them. So why not do it? It only took me two weeks to roll my R's. You know, it could take you 10 minutes to do something that can personalize somebody's wedding. Do it 100%. Now, one of my favorite things at the wedding was this little old lady at the event. She was dancing at her table. She was moving around, having a good time. And at one point I went up to her and I said, hey, are you going to help me get these people on the dance floor later when it's time to dance? And she said, oh yeah, absolutely. And from right then, she started running around the room, grabbing people, pulling people to the dance floor. And this is during dinner. Like I wasn't even playing dancing music (laughs) and we had a full dance floor of people just having a great time. So, you know, I turned the music up a little bit and played a little bit more upbeat music, but we still had to do some things like the parent dances and the toasts and all that kind of stuff. So like it was just crazy to get all these people on the dance floor and we still had some other formalities to do and all that kind of stuff. So had them set down. We did our toasts. We did our parent dances and we opened the dance floor and right out the gate we had a packed dance floor like three to four times as many people that we had dancing during dinner we had on the first song of the night which is really cool I've had the last couple weeks off DJing at weddings, 
it has been the summer months here in Dallas. It, it does get pretty hot down here, so people don't like to have a whole lot of weddings here when it's super toasty out. Um, so I spent that time really organizing my music on my computer and understanding what kind of songs I want to start playing at these events for the next upcoming wedding season. You know, playing these songs and getting people on the dance floor, and they were just having so much fun, and we were like 10 minutes into the party, and I got a little tear in my eye just because of how much fun everyone's having and and the fact that I was able to get all those people on the dance floor right away and that I still got it and all that kind of stuff. I was super happy. It was such a great time. Um, another thing about this wedding was a big chunk of the guests were Hispanic and the problem was the groom didn't want a whole lot of traditional Spanish songs. He really only wanted some of the newer stuff like reggaeton, your you know, your Bad Bunny, your Daddy Yankee, all that kind of stuff. So the young people loved me, but the old people, they hated me. I can't tell you how many times they asked me to play Suavemente, and I was just like, yeah, I got you, bro, and we just never played it, you know? So, you know, we finished the weekend strong, and it's good to know that event season has officially begun here in Dallas. So I'm ready for the next couple of weeks and couple months here for all the weddings that we're going to be doing and it's just going to be a ton of fun. I'm super excited. All right, so let's go ahead and jump right into our topic for today. It's going to be five tips to improve your Instagram profile. So the first thing that you can do to improve your Instagram profile is your username. When it comes to your username, you want to make sure that your name is memorable, but also searchable. So instead of just writing my name, Justin, my Instagram username is Justin Dallas Wedding DJ. And the reason why I did this is because if anybody is going to be searching for a wedding DJ or a wedding DJ in Dallas or a Dallas DJ or any of those searchable terms, my username is going to be one of the first ones that pop up. So when it comes to crafting your username, I recommend including what you do, what you offer, and your location. This will make it to where potential clients can easily look you up by just using some basic searching terms. You also want to make sure that your username is something that people can remember when looking you up. So instead of having like a weird name like GamerBoy69 or having some weird underscores and numbers replacing letters and all that kind of stuff, just keep it simple, you know. I definitely recommend either using your real name or a DJ name that people can actually remember and look you up with. Now the next thing that you can do to improve your Instagram profile is your profile picture. I definitely recommend using a photo of yourself rather than a logo. The reason why you want to use a photo of yourself is because it can create a better connection with your community and they know exactly who they're talking to. Having a logo might cause a disconnect between you and your audience and it can also kind of make you look like a bot, not gonna lie. <laughs> Now when it comes to multi-ops, having a photo of yourself might be a little difficult just because you have so many other DJs on your team. So using a logo might be the best bet. So I would definitely recommend making sure it's easy to read and also something that's recognizable. If you don't wanna use a logo, you can always use a team photo or maybe it's you and another DJ. So maybe like a cool back-to-back -back photo or something like that. Or you can even use a photo of the owner of the company. Could be a good option too. Now, one of the next things that you can do to improve your Instagram profile is your bio. 
Your bio is a brief description of what people can expect from your account. It's essentially your elevator pitch to get people to follow you or to book you or do whatever your goal is on social media. Instead of using random phrases or random hashtags or just throwing out random facts about yourself, I would definitely recommend including things in your bio like who you are, what your purpose is, and maybe a call to action. When I say a call to action, that could mean something like DM me to inquire about my DJ services or click the link in my bio to hear my latest DJ mix. You know, something that can tell your audience or your new follower what to do and how to do it. When I read my own bio, it says DJ and MC at LaForce DJ. It also says I'm the host of the Social DJ Podcast and that I am booking for 2022 and 2023 and that they should DM me to inquire. And then you can also click the link in my bio to get my DJ crates. And I actually have two call to actions, but that's okay. (laughs) You also gotta make sure that your call to action is clear and precise and not vague or anything like that. If you want people to click the link to book you, make sure it literally says click the link to book here. Don't say anything vague or don't say anything that a brand new person coming to your page won't understand what that means. Now, when it comes to the link in your bio, I definitely recommend using something like Linktree or a separate page on your website to showcase all the different platforms that people can check you out on. You can have a section for people inquiring to book you or you can have a section for your Instagram, your TikTok, your Twitter, all the platforms you're on, even a spot for your Mixcloud to show off your mixes. There are so many things that you might wanna show off when it comes to the link in your bio, so I definitely recommend using a stackable link like that. The one that I use is called drum.io, and I definitely recommend it because it also comes with clicks and impression analytics, and it tells you how many times people are checking your link and clicking on the links inside of it. So the fourth thing that you can do to improve your Instagram profile is keeping up with your stories. Now I know this is one of the hardest things that you can do when first starting out on social media, but posting stories is one of the best ways to show the more personal side of you to your audience. It can really give the viewer a more behind the scenes look of your life, whether that's you know your personal life or behind the scenes of you being a DJ or anything like that. I gotta say one of the most important things you could do with stories is being super consistent. When I first started being on Instagram, I really just only focused on posting real content like photos and videos and never really focused on stories. And after a while, I realized that stories are super powerful when it comes to conveying your message or showing them what you're all about. It also helps your followers stay engaged with you in your profile. So when you post a day-to-day video on your story, they might like it, they might react to it, and in turn, they might also interact with some of the other content on your profile too. In a sense, they really just wanna stay in tune with your life and stay in tune with you and really be your friend, and that's what social media is all about. One thing that I see a lot of people missing the mark on when it comes to stories is not showing their face. There are a ton of DJs that I follow that I've never seen their face on stories. They're always showing stories from the back camera and not the front. Showing your face on stories can give that more personal feeling when it comes to talking to your audience directly, and it gives them a chance to really connect to you on a one-on-one level. Now, I know some of you guys might be a little camera shy, and that's okay, I was too at the beginning. 
One thing that I always tell people that want to get better at posting stories is by practicing posting stories. So you don't have to post every story that you make, but at least pull out your phone, talk to your audience, tell them what you're doing, what you got going on. And if you don't feel confident with what you've created, just delete it and then try again tomorrow. You'll keep doing that over and over again. And after maybe a couple days or a couple of weeks, however long it takes, one of those days you're going to feel confident in what you just made and you're going to post it. And that's going to give you the momentum that you need to keep posting content on social media like that. And also people really want to see your face. They want to know who you are. They want to know why they're following you and they want to really get to know you. So definitely start putting your face on stories and just start posting stories in general. Now, one thing that you can do with your stories after you post them is put them in a story highlight. Now, this is super powerful because essentially it's a way to make your 24-hour story last a lifetime. And if you post something super valuable on your story, you can organize it on your profile and make it super easy for your followers to watch them. You can have a highlight for some of your best DJing videos, you can have a highlight for your reviews or have an about me video or even have a highlight just full of some of the fun memories that you've captured on your story. One thing that you always got to make sure to do though is to keep your highlights fresh. You know, sometimes I go on some people's highlights and I'll see videos that are legit two years old. Definitely avoid doing that. Every month or so, definitely jump into your highlights and clean out some of the old videos just to keep things fresh. Now, one of the last things that you can do to improve your Instagram profile is by posting content. Now, when I say content, I'm talking about photos and reels. One of the most important things you can do, just like stories, is you gotta make sure that you're consistent with your content. When you're first starting out, definitely post at least once a week, but once you get the hang of it, a couple times a week is perfect. Now, when you're posting content online, you gotta make sure that it fits your brand and it makes sense for your audience. Make sure that you have a goal with your Instagram account and that the content that you're posting is accomplishing that goal. And I would definitely recommend avoiding posting random content on your page. If somebody follows you because you're a really good DJ but you're posting a lot of food photos, they're gonna get a little confused of why they're following you in the first place and they might even unfollow you. And for all my DJs watching right now, definitely keep in mind the type of content that you're posting. I know some of you guys are posting content of maybe the crowd dancing, the crowd doing this, the crowd doing that. But if I go to your page and I don't see any content of you actually DJing, I'm not sure if that's going to accomplish your goal of getting more bookings from clients. Because when they go to your profile, they want to know if you're a good DJ and what you can provide for them. And if they don't see you DJing on your profile at all, that's gonna be a hard sell. So definitely make sure that you're posting content of you actually DJing on Instagram. Now, another thing that you can do when it comes to posting content on Instagram is Instagram now lets you pin content to the top of your page. With this, you can pin content that speaks directly to your message and directly to your audience. You can also create an about me post and create a more extended version of your bio, which is really cool. You can also pin some of the highest performing content or even pin content that you think needs a little bit more engagement. 
These are definitely some great ways that you can highlight some of the content that you want new people coming to your page to see since these are some of the posts that go right to the top of your account. Now before we end this, I have one more bonus tip for you guys. And the tip is to stop worrying about how many likes you get or how many views you get or how many followers that you have because it does not matter. If a potential client goes to your profile and sees lots of great content of you DJing at events and crushing parties and people are having so much fun and then they see you have 100 followers, they're not going to not consider you to be their DJ. The amount of follows that you get or the amount of likes that you get does not correlate to you being able to be a good DJ. And clients are not going to care about that stuff either. So why should you? Personally, social media got a lot more fun when I stopped caring about the numbers. I used to worry a ton about how many likes I was getting on my posts or how many story views I had or how many followers I had. And honestly, I don't even know how many I have because I don't care. It doesn't matter. All that matters is providing good content that accomplishes my goals. And there you have it, guys. That is five tips to improve your Instagram profile. I hope this gave you guys some inspiration and some things to improve on your own social media accounts. And I hope it was helpful for you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Social DJ Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, like, and rate this podcast so we can help more people change the way that they think about being on social media. If you guys have any feedback or questions for the show, feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at JustinTheDJ. Again, thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday.